Beast High. Hello, folks. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I am Tyler. Tyler, you just told me some very exciting news just before yes. recording this episode. Yes, I'm pregnant. <gasps> That's right, <laughs> folks. I'm going to be an uncle. <laughs> uh, no, Condra. It's the 300th episode of Wildcat Min- or of, of Amateur Nerds Podcasting. Wow, that's insane. Tyler, we are dying. (laughs) (laughs) Between Fantastic Mr. Fox and Dr. Horrible Singalong Blog and not one but two High School Musical movies and- A smattering of bonus episodes. (laughs) Yeah, a smearing of bonus episodes, including Princess Switch and- (laughs) Princess Switch 2, High School Musical The Concert. A a Christmas Dance- (laughs) Christmas dance. Yep. So, yeah, folks. We, we have hit 300 podcasting episodes. And it is crazy to think about how, for the last four or five years, it's unclear when we been, first started, folks. Like, there's, we've, we disagree lost, about when we started. The annals of history. <laughs> Basically, for the last four years, I think we started doing it consistently in 2017. Yeah. We have been basically recording at least one episode of a podcast every week, except for like one three-month break that we took between high schools one and two. Yeah. We've been doing this for a long time. It's one of the major artistic endeavors of my lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably have to say, other than the beautiful rainbow scarf that I knitted for someone in a very short period of time. Yeah, this is definitely like... It's something I'm very proud of. Like when people are like, what's your fun fact? I'm always like, I host a podcast. And they're like, what? And I'm like, don't look it up. (laughs) (laughs) It flies under the radar of like something that I've spent so much time on. And yet it always- No one knows. No one knows that. (laughs) But it's significant in, you know, your and my relationship as siblings. Yes. And just as like, a part of me, because podcasting is something that I love and have been interested in for the last eight years? years of my life, I started listening to Greg Proops, The Smartest Man in the World, and Judge John Hodgman when my band teacher recommended it to me. Back back when, back when I didn't even have a smartphone, and I used to download podcasts onto my iPod. Mm-hmm. I've been into I've been interested in podcasts for that long. <laughs> yeah, no, I can d- very distinctly like remember someone recommending Welcome to Night Vale to me, and then you had recommended Greg Proops as well, and yeah, it it snowballed. It was a very fast, very um, deep love that that formed, and now look at us, three hundred episodes in. <laughs> podcasts are like the main type of media that I consume. Like some people just do Netflix, some people, you know, I do music too, mm-hmm. but like podcasts are the thing that I've spent the most time producing and consuming. Yeah, it's it's wild to think about. And we've had people consistently throughout this journey. That- yes, friends we've made and we'll, and we'll be meeting some of them soon. Yeah. At a movies by minute convention type thing. Yeah. So if you're super into the movies by minute scene, they do a convention every year. And this year it's back in person and it's on the East Coast. 
Oh yeah, baby. And I also think podcasting kind of suits the way my brain works. I think I am good at having prompted like topical conversations. Mm -hmm. And I like the sort of magic of like, you don't know what you're going to say next. I'm not good at like formulating thoughts and then making like an eloquent speech. But what I am good at is kind of having an improvised conversation that's like impromptu. Like you come up with words that you never would have come up with before just by having the flow of a conversation. Connor's laughing and I don't know if she's laughing at a cat (laughs) on the table nearby or at me. (laughs) Kiki's spinning around one of the table legs. I'm sorry. She was so distracting. (laughs) I was like, Condor, am I saying something that's so utterly ridiculous or like unself-aware? I feel so very similar because like I'm not a funny person in the way you are. Like you have written stand-up and done improv and stuff, but there's something about this podcast format. Like I'm not a voice actor and I'm the straight person in this, um, this here podcast. I know that. But I like having the, but still, like, there's the freedom to go off and follow whatever little tangent you want to find. But I also get to, like, research things. And my brain just moves in all these mysterious ways that it, like, very much works for the podcast format that we've settled on. And I think that was part of our initial conversation was, does this, for like, what kind of format, if we want to do this, what kind of format would work for us? And... We can't just be together. You can be funny on your own. Together. I cannot. Together. Together. Everyone. Nice. <laughs> it took me a second to realize that you were singing High School Musical and then I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that we're talking about. But it's it's interesting because it still feels like people are – not that I talk to a lot of people about this show because not a lot of people I know listen to it. In my life, your life, I know more people listen to it. But it still gives me an opportunity to, like, bust my witty one-liners that, if not, the only other time I get to use those is when I'm roasting dad. Like, <laughs> so, no, I think it's it, it's amazing that we've been doing this for at least five years. Like, because I... Yeah. I think it was 2016 when we started. It was like I think we did one or two episodes in 2016, but I think we started doing it consistently in 2017. It was like very early 2017. So I think we had eight episodes when we did SoundCloud, and that was like July of 2016 to February of 2017 when I bought our Podbean for the first time. Yeah. All right. All right. I was thinking earlier about I think we could manage a – like a movie review format of just like one movie per episode. I, I'm interested in doing some of that over the hiatus, yes, I think. Yes, I know we've talked about it. We've got a few movies lined up, folks, that may or may not be slightly related to this. <laughs> and, But those ones, I, in doing those like spot ones, like the Princess Switch and the Christmas Dance, like those have been a lot of fun too because we also get the opportunity to co-watch them together. <laughs> yeah. And make all our funny remarks and mom being like, quiet, I'm actually watching this. And <laughs> Yeah. So, wow. Minute 93? Yeah, let's talk about Minute 93, which starts with... Sharpay sulking. 
on the stage. <laughs> Sharpay's sulking on the stage after Troy just turned her down and ends with Sharpay sulking with an exasperated <laughs> slash frustrated sigh after Ryan turns her down. Wow. Getting shut down left and right, front and back. Zero and 60. Yeah, this is kind of a Sharpay minute, which is good, I guess, because the less of Troy, the better. Why? Because every minute of this movie has been about Troy. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and when we don't have to talk about his his whole thing, it's it's easier. Okay. So we get the result of Troy saying that he's not that kind of employee anymore, that he's not going to be in the talent show. With Sharpay storming off, the Sharpettes sitting down looking displeased. <laughs> like, I don't, they have such well, neutral expressions. Yeah, they're, well, they're like, they're like sidekicks who are like, our mood is completely dependent on the whims of Sharpay, and we don't know how to feel right now because she's clearly in a huff, and we just have to sit here and wait for her to tell us what to do, and we can't. Like, they tried to comfort her. That one girl was trying to, like, twirl her hair in a comforting way. Yeah. Or fix her hair. and Pet her hair, um, Sharpay, like, slapped her hand down. <laughs> like, you're not fixing my hair right now. I'm walking away. And so, like, they, they don't know how to comfort or help her if they're not, like, specifically told what to do. And so the, it's they have to live in this sort of, like, in-between phases. They're life. in limbo? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but Sharpay storms off and says, Kelsey! Find Ryan. And Kelsey does something that does not feel char- characteristically Kelsey. She clasps <laughs> she, her she clasps her hands like she's a she's a eighteenth nineteenth century schoolgirl. And it's like, <laughs> oh, he does love me, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, she just does a big smile like, oh, everything's going so well. <laughs> Which is funny because Sharpay's having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey feels joy from Sharpay's pain. <laughs> yeah, she really does. And it's well-deserved. It, uh, Yeah. Sharpay, even in this moment, is being so rude to Kelsey. Like, Kelsey's not a gopher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not an animal gopher or the Hollywood-type gopher. And then we get a scene change. <laughs> And it's Another night. establishing shot of people driving up to the club, and which we just got this time. 40 seconds ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, does it imply, should I be inferring that Taylor, but Taylor's in a new outfit now. So She's like, been standing there for the last eight hours. Eight hours yes, that's except, what I was thinking Except about. for the moment that she went to go change into her like party dress. Because she's in yeah, a new dress now and it's real cute. She's She's just been standing at the front directing people what table to go at. Yeah. Like earlier, she was just like, welcome to the country club. The talent shows tonight. And now she's like, the talent show is here. Maybe earlier it was just (laughs) like now. Maybe earlier it was just like welcoming the country club people and being like, hey, reminder, the talent shows tonight. We hope you can stay the evening kind of thing. And now these are purposeful guests that would need guidance because they are not normal country club members but yeah, like it also seems like some why, most people have why <laughs> would someone be coming just for a talent <laughs> show other than these like board boosters yeah it seems like you know there are people who have like reserved tables yeah 
And those are like the ones at the front. But maybe there's like, like general wedding. admission <laughs> for like the country club, just like regular members who are like, I didn't sign up for a table, but I guess I'm here. So but I'll like, just sit in the back. Would that have been part of Taylor's responsibilities was like to assign like a wedding, like to assign everyone a table even if they weren't coming, like, did you have to RSVP because there's like a special dinner? I have lots of I don't of know questions. how country clubs work. I don't like, either. They're how many fancy. members can a country club have? And is the country club theoretically prepared to serve all of the members on any given day? Do you have to like, like reserve Disney? a time that you're going to show up? Or do you ha- or is it like I'm a member so I can show up any time? Because I thought that was the appeal. Yeah. Like, obviously, if you're teeing off at the, like, for golf, like, yes, you have to get a tea time. Mm -hmm. But if you're just going to go sit at the restaurant and, like, do some yoga. Yeah. You're you're supposed to just kind of show up and sit by the pool, right? I think so. I feel like there's some things you need reservations for. Maybe because this is, like, a a black tie. Well, it's not a black tie event, but, like, (laughs) it's a semi formal event. All the waiters are in little vests and ties, and um. We're not there yet. Oh well, Kelsey, <laughs> Well, no, we see the the. They're not waiters, but they're white staff. Like they're the ones guiding them to the tables. They're all in okay. vests and ties, and Taylor's in a nice dress, and there's all these fancy lights. Yeah, and after we get the shot of people driving up, we cut to. The people at the tables sitting and watching. And, and then we get Fulton. <laughs> we get Fulton on stage. And he's wearing this fun, like, stripy suit. It feels very music man. <laughs> His suit. Which we've established like, is a very Fulton thing. Yeah. So it's like a But it's like silver, not it's not like red and white, like yeah. barbershop quartet colors. No, but it's like still striped, like blue and white stripes and but the pants are solid. Like, it's very old school. But, Tyler, you forgot to mention someone in our crowd shot. Right oh, sorry. The- I, I, I just wanted to say real quick, I do like white stripes. I'm wearing a white stripe. Well, I'm wearing a Jack White shirt right now. But it's got white stripes <laughs> um, is on it, it. Speaking of Jack, is it Jack Bolton? <laughs> it is Jack Bolton. <laughs> Him and Mrs. Bolton have returned. Whoa, Mrs. Bolton's a person? (laughs) To the movie. Um, Yeah, and they're all She's not working on like a big case right now? Or uh, or making a big sale? Yeah, (laughs) we've canonically established, or head canonically established, Tyler, (laughs) that he- I've never heard head canonically before. (laughs) I just made it up that she's a realtor, not a lawyer. Oh, okay, sorry. Maybe maybe she's both. She's a real estate lawyer? Maybe she's a real, like she sells real estate, but then she is also registered as a lawyer so she could do the lawyer side of it just herself. I feel like that would be a conflict of interest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she only works for the The, ultra wealthy where. The way like um, a JP can't marry someone in their immediate family. Like. Again, she only works for the super wealthy who are willing to pay her a lot and willing to cut, yeah, cut through the red tape and stuff. That, so that's how they get their money. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fulton is introducing um, a performer for this talent show because in the grand scheme of things, it is a talent show that is more than just Sharpay being in it, but it hasn't really been made clear who the other people in the talent show are other than other 
members of the club? Yeah, we were told like way, way early on when when we first got to the country club that Sharpay had to run auditions for the acts of the talent show. And she's like, we're going to keep this really short and tight this year. Like she was like, I don't want it drawn out the way it was in the past kind of thing. (laughs) Too many other people who can potentially beat me. Because really, at the end of the day, the other people doing acts in the talent show are the children of the wealthy members of the club who are probably getting all of their little hobbies funded. So there's probably some brilliant violin player or something. And or other members of the country, like members of the country club, they're like, oh, I'm so wealthy and wonderful that (laughs) I will show off my talent Playing the saws. Yeah, but it, it, I don't know. Talent show does feel like a something for children, though. It does. But this one's like a fancy talent show. Like, they've got lights and curtains and the tables and the chairs are all covered in fabric. And Like, would you, like, I don't know. Maybe you don't see yourself as, like, someone who would join a talent show in the first place. No. But if you were that sort of person and you as a 27-year-old, would you join a talent show as an adult or would it feel like this is for children if i had a talent maybe i'm like super like i have friends that are professional singers and like really have wonderful voices if, but when you're an adult it gets changed to like open mics and like but yeah i don't i think if this was like I'm trying to think of an example. We've talked about doing like a library talent show before. And I'm like, I don't have a talent for this. But, but other... wouldn't that be mostly for like the the patrons? Yeah. And then but like the maybe one would... or two staff members would do something. Yeah. But it's like that way, like to break the ice kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like so an even adult... then it's like another category. Well, that, that was a bad example because it's kind of like the employees doing a, a spot. Yeah, it's but, like, okay, this is just kind of like to to appease things. It's not really to like take it seriously. Yeah, I, I bet some adult, like especially like very talented musicians, I could see doing it, especially at a place like this, because maybe it is like the exposure, like, oh, they get to show off that. Yes, I don't perform wide, but I'm still an excellent like <laughs> A hidden yeah. talent kind of thing. I could see someone or, wanting to show off their skill, like especially like an uber wealthy person, like wanting to show off, have the opportunity to show off at a talent show. Or as this movie presents it, it's an opportunity to, oh my God, someone is doing a performance and they're so silly. Oh my goodness. It's just mediocre at best. Which is just flashbacks to the auditions from the first movie yes. of like, you know, someone doing something that's a bit much. It reminds me of um, like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, where Mm. it's like there's a talent show. The dancing squirrels. And there's just like rubes showing up, doing whatever random crap that they feel like sharing with the world. In this case, it's Tina and her tippity-tappity toes. Which is such a cute, like Fulton says that so sincerely, he's not demeaning, (laughs) which like, just proof of his acting abilities in the past. Well, yeah, he come he comes up and he says, and now presenting an abridged version of last year's tap dancing epic. So still sassy. Yeah. Um, which, but in a nice way. Why, why did that, like, 
I don't know. Is, is she doing the same act but shorter or is it a different act? I bet it's the same act. Also, it's not to music, which just like, <laughs> what? So she well, like, the tapping is the music. But she, so she enrolls her little wooden planks so she yeah, can she tap Yeah, she brings on, on stage with her a like a roll of wood that she <laughs> puts on the ground. Yeah, Like her exactly. floor paneling. And <laughs> she just starts tapping with no music. And she seems pretty skilled, like. Yeah, it's just that, like, tap dancing is kind of a punchline. <laughs> it's very silly. But there's also a lot of artistry to it. Like, yeah, oh, it's very sure. hard. Yeah. It's just, like, they needed to communicate very quickly. Oh, this is this is something that's happening, and it's lighthearted and silly and... Not something that we need to, like, seriously consider as, like, competition. It's just, Mm. it's like the auditions in the last movie. It's like, oh, my God, let's laugh at this silly person who's doing a silly thing. I would just hope, though, that the seven and eight-year-olds watching it that maybe are taking tap lessons can also, like, glean from it. Like, yeah, tap is something that you can be really proud of. Like, dance is something that's, that's good. Yeah. It's like finding that balance of, yes, it's poking fun a little bit, but still like validating it to the seven-year-old so it's not demeaning to them. I don't know if it's validating it actively, but I see what you mean. And then we cut to... The dressing room. The dressing room again. And Sharpay is just sitting in front of her mirror. Well, actually, what happens is it's a it's a quick cut of Ryan opening the curtains to the dressing room. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep, first. Yep. And then you see Sharpay in the reverse shot. But, you know, the classic edit of like a scene starting by someone opening curtains. You love that. Yeah, it's. Sharpay's dressing room is exactly what you picture it to be. Busy. <laughs> pictures of herself. Pictures of herself. <laughs> her name on a big, big actor chair. She's probably the only one at the country club who has, like, her own dressing room space. Everyone else probably just has to cycle through the same space. Yeah, like the locker room. And Sharpay turns around and says, Ryan, thank goodness you've come to your senses. Plug in the volcano. Humu Humu is back on. <laughs> so so think about this. We, When we watched it in 2007, we would have had no idea <laughs> what they were talking about. She would have just been like, Huma Huma is back on, and we're like, what? Yeah, I think it's just so quick that no one cares. <laughs> but I think it's a very, like, I love that that could have been the world we lived in. The the idea that, like, I mean, okay. Because so it just sounds line... ridiculous. Once she starts, she's like, plug in the volcano, get your tiki warrior costume. She's wearing this, I, like, I like, blue dress with seashells. I like the idea that out of nowhere, she's like, put on your Tiki Warrior costume because that, like, with no previous knowledge is very silly. It is. And, like, <laughs> Plug you see in the, the sh- volcano is very silly. It would have been such a good joke if they'd left it out. Yeah. That, like, yeah, it's it's in the middle space of, you know, it doesn't make sense if you haven't seen it and it's not funny if you haven't seen it. Yeah. So I do like the line that Ryan says. Enjoy your pineapple on your own, sis. I might start using that on you. Oh no, I don't even <laughs> like pineapple. <laughs> yeah, but next time, next time you <laughs> separate me 
or or like remag on something, I'm going to be like, you know what, Condra, enjoy your pineapple on your own. Okay, I'll look out for that. <laughs> I'll, listeners, I'll report back if he uses it or not. <laughs> and Sharpay, Sharpay looks real annoyed. She's she's mad. Yeah, she's like, no, you're you're not turning me down. We're doing this. Come on, let's go. And Ryan's like, no, I took your advice. I sold the the Tiki Warrior costume online, <laughs> which is so funny that someone bought it. <laughs> <laughs> that someone bought it or like that they like like that they followed through on that like line of dialogue from before yeah that was the, that was what they chose to to keep continuous <laughs> he could just say no but then she she would have if but think even she if would have dressed had, someone else in it yeah yeah like he wouldn't have he would have still been stuck if he had the costume even if yeah. he does have the costume, it's a great line to be like, well, can't do it. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> Ryan says to Sharpay, you've always wanted the spotlight and now you've got it. Which raises the question of like, can't Sharpay just sing any song and still trust that she's just going to win the talent show because she always wins? But then it's not the over the top spectacle that she craves. Because, like, even her bop to the top callback <laughs> was an over-the-top spectacle. Like, It would be interesting if the, what happened was she ended up turning around and taking Troy's advice and just doing, like, a stripped-back thing with, like, a spotlight. Mm. And, and then, like, she does, like, some sort of, like, soul-searching. What if she did Breaking Free? Yeah. And then, and then she ends up winning the talent show anyway, but because she took Troy's advice, so it's like Troy like used her thing to get one over on her, but then she used Troy's thing to get one over on him. Still, mm-hmm. whoa, that would be another layer. Full circle. Look, like just saying, if I was in the writers' room, I would have known how to take this up a notch, and I don't think the writers of High School Musical two were ready. <laughs> well, good thing you weren't there, Tyler, because. <laughs> because I would have been an eight-year-old writing a movie. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like this needs more. This needs more trucks and more lightsabers. Yeah. No, literally, <laughs> it would have just been so many lightsabers and like the red socks. <laughs> it's like no, you guys really need to buy the license to the red socks so you can put them in the film in the baseball scene. Yeah, exactly. And I like how Ryan concludes his. His little conversation with Sharpay with a good old ma. Ma. So. Yeah. It, it was good. Twas delightful. And that's kind of the Sharpay scene. She gets turned down by Troy. She gets turned down by Ryan. And now she's cast adrift. She's standing without... all alone with the Sharpettes. <laughs> yeah, the sharp pets are just in the background like, great, we put on all these ridiculous costumes for nothing. It's like, what if she turned around and did like a like a classic girl group thing? Yeah, that would be good. Like With the she doesn't pets. need she doesn't need a like a, a man to also stand on stage with her. Sharp, hey, you can stand on your own, girl. You can be a boss. You basically are one. She makes it a thing that she like has to have a, a second fiddle that she then steps on over the course of the song. Like 
wouldn't it be would it not be more powerful to just go on by yourself and prove it like prove that you can just do it on your own and not have to put someone else down like that well, that would be an interesting lesson for Sharpay to learn that like I can be confident in myself without having to put down other people in general that'd be a, that'd be a lot for her to overcome in a very very short period of time oh, I don't have but to I'm just saying if this movie no, had any like ambitions that they would do something like that with their characters yeah no I mean it would be nice if Sharpay had this like opportunity to to realize that she doesn't need to be a spectacle her talents can carry her pretty far on her own like she doesn't she doesn't need to have the volcano because her singing <laughs> voice is pretty good and she's a good storyteller in a sense like <laughs> okay you got anything else Condra? no because we got more we got a little bit more of this for next minute all right. Well, then, where can people find us on the internet? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, send us a congratulations for hitting 300 episodes. Send us your favorite moments from the past 300 episodes. One for each episode. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the best joke in each episode? In order. Good luck trying to find episode one. I can't. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll see you next time for the next step on the journey, episode 301. You can bet on it.